Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. 23 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts chris devon perry lester sean platts robert herrick and bill sparks well hello and welcome to the sports lounge live the guys have something to talk about tonight big time <laughs> Take it oh, away, a few Chris. things, a few things. Just a little yeah. piece of news here, Chris, as we get started. Yeah. The Sunday night crew on Westwood One is Ryan Radke and Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis, yeah, I was okay. about to do that. Yeah. All right, well, this is show number 109. This is the first big old NFL Sunday, and uh, we had a lot of games, a lot of crazy ones, like we always do. And um, so we are going to certainly be talking about that. And this is, uh, of course, September 13th. 2020, and I guess I didn't know about that Steve Nomer Hey Baby studio. I must be in the Steve Nomer Hey Baby Annex in Massachusetts, and all us guys are in the <laughs> annexes and around the well, country. Well, you know, here. you know, yeah, though, Chris, that that's an honor to be in the Steve Nomer Hey Baby studio. Yes, it is. It is. Even in it the is. annex, it's an honor. Yeah, yes. it is. So, uh, no, we're very happy about that, <clears throat> and um, and certainly uh, well deserved for Steve. Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. I would, all, all I would certainly agree. Yep. Of the 15 years for the legend, he's the all. You know, we've had many wonderful uh, DJs and personalities. He's the all-time DJ, right? You know, as of in the first 15 years, he certainly gets that award. That's for uh-huh. sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's great. So we're going to uh, start off with the NFL, of course. Well, we're actually we're going to do a couple of odds and ends first. Get a little tennis and NASCAR out of the way, and just do that quickly. Then we'll do the NFL. Then we will do uh, MLB. Then we will do the NBA, the NHL, and uh, finish up with college football. And then, of course, we have a few deaths to do. And uh, so I guess, Sean, you can take it away and get us moving. Well, all right. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. And, of course, if you are listening at any time throughout the week and you want to think of something, leave us a message, 800-693-0595. Option number two, say it's for Sports Lounge Live, or email us sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. Or if you want to interact, you want to hear scores, you want to hear, give an opinion, 712-432-3642. Board 9 is the Sports Lounge Board. Board 13 is where you get all your Sirius XM and your TV schedules and all that stuff throughout the week. So those are places where you can go and Check that out. But we have a busy, busy week ahead of us to talk about in sports. So let's get right to it. Okay. So, Robert, why don't you uh, quickly finish up the tennis? Because we had had kind of a surprise in the women's side of the uh, U.S. Open. Uh, Yeah. uh, Well, let me cover the NASCAR first. For For those NASCAR fans, Brad Kozlowski won the race last night in Richmond, Virginia. And the next race will be next Saturday night, and I believe it's in Bristol. So, uh, And uh, they're also going to be 
apparently changing the track in Fontana, California, to make it a short track. Uh, I don't know if I agree with what they're doing because I've been to that track. It's a fine racetrack, but apparently they're afraid that if they don't change it, people in Southern California won't show up. But in my opinion, NASCAR fans will show up, you know, at any race. So I think I think in a year or so, if we have a vaccine and people feel safe, I think they'll show up for turtle races every year or whatever. I think they, w- I, I think they will. Know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as the tennis is concerned, um, uh, yesterday uh, Naomi Osaka beat Victoria Azarenka in three sets. So Naomi Osaka now has three Grand Slam titles, including two U.S. Opens. She won it in 2018, and then she won it yesterday for 2020. So, And Serena lost the semifinal to Victoria Azarenka on Thursday night. And one of the tennis writers, is he put out an article saying that, well, I think she faked an injury. No, yeah. Uh, because a lot of the other tennis writers have debunked that and said you weren't watching the match closely. She was legitimately hurt. Uh, she did. She could have uh, used a medical excuse to to get out of the the match and you know go ahead and just uh, quit. But she didn't. She finished the match. Uh, but uh, after examination, the doctor said she's going to be fine and she'll be able to play in the French Open, which starts in two weeks. So, and in okay. golf, next week we have the U.S. Open coming up. Just remember, yeah, for the golf. Back, That's right. It's yeah. back on NBC, by the way, because of a contract snafu with Fox. Their contract expired in July. USGA was not happy with. Uh, they were not happy with Fox. So, because the U.S. Open was delayed, they went to NBC and said, "Hey, you want it this year?" So they right. got it. So yeah. where where is it being held? On NBC. Hey, it's, ah. it's being held in New York. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Wingfoot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, dive into the NFL now. And this is always this is when we start to do these. These are my favorite segments of the year because we get to all give our opinions on the games. And, you know, no, we don't have now. Everybody has an opinion on every game, but I know uh, we listen closely to them on the Sundays and we try to follow them and and listen. If we don't hear the, all the games, obviously we can't hear everything. Maybe we hear our local game, but we also hear the uh, the comments from the different people that are covering it on on the NFL Drive and and this and that. So we usually have some opinions, and they may be half baked, but we got them. <laughs> and uh, so I guess we could start, Perry. Or you can before, give us the scores. Before we'll, we do, we'll before we them. do that, before we okay. do that, Chris, Bill, if you want to come on and, and add anything to to this story that I'm about to report, do so. Uh, we did not learn until. Like what, fifteen twenty minutes before the game on Thursday night? But if you have tune in, tune in premium or tune in live, the NFL is no longer on tune in. So if you have, if you're relying on tune in for the NFL, it is no longer on there now. The ways you can do it, there's two ways that I know of. If anybody knows of anything more, feel free to let us know. But there is uh, SiriusXM, of course. <clears throat> and uh, you can subscribe to that. Or there's NFL Game Pass, which is $99 per year, and you get all sorts of video and things like that. Yeah. Uh, those are the two ways that I know of. Do you have anything, Bill, to add to that story? Not really, except it's it's a shame that consumers were just really screwed. I mean, 
They really yeah, were they because really not did. only did, was it the NFL, but we had the same problem with baseball and, and basketball. And, and, and I yeah. would urge people. I have, a, I have a strong feeling that TuneIn Live or TuneIn Premium, at least those sections of TuneIn are going to go out of business. Well, yeah. And, and I would say that really for a consumer, all, all kidding aside here and whatever, Talk to probably Sirius XM because you'll get so much more for yeah, your buck. You do. For, you do it. I don't know. I will try to do a little bit of checking on the Game Pass, but I know you can use it on your computer and you can use it, I believe, on your smart devices. I don't know on your Echo yeah. devices or your Google devices. I don't know that it works on there. But Also, some stations do stream. I didn't really do any uh, checking on that today because I just was uh, listening to XM and, and doing it that way. But uh, there, a lot of the intercom, not all necessarily, a lot of the intercoms do. A lot of the iHearts don't. Uh, you know, Amos, I don't know. It depends. It's a mixed bag. So just check your, your local station and see if they're streaming or check the flagship stations for any anybody. And if you want to uh, get on our phone lines and ask us what flagships are and where we we can hear, we, we don't want to get into it all on the show. You know, we got 32 teams and uh, all that. But if people want to know how to maybe get certain games, and as, as Perry and I find out as the next week or two go on, we can certainly let people know on our phone system. Uh, speaking of flagships, do. speaking of flagships, did anybody uh, ever find out who the flagship station is in Las Vegas, Chris? Nine, I did. 920. Oh, okay. Okay. But let's uh, get underway here with the scoreboard. And uh, Thursday night, we had the Chiefs and the Texans. Chiefs 34, Texans 20. And frankly, the game really wasn't that close. No, it wasn't the that close Chiefs at all. were in, no, in control. They did have fans there. There were two games this week that had fans. Uh, I think there were about 16,000 at Arrowhead and about... I know how many there were in Jacksonville, but they were the ones. Uh, that they were allowed to have sixteen thousand, but this is Jacksonville, so it was probably. Yeah, uh, I know. Well, the Arrowhead had seventeen thousand. Okay, seventeen thousand. I guess we're yeah, going to have some more teams. We're going to have some more teams next week. I heard that Cleveland is going to have fans next week. Uh, that's yes. uh, what the Bengal announcer said today. Okay. But yeah, I agree with uh, Perry. The um, it was really in control. You know, I mean, uh, Texas put up a fight. They got some points near the end, but you really knew pretty much from the start that the Chiefs were going to win it. So as a Texan fan, how did you feel about the game, Sean? Well, it wasn't that close. It was just, I mean, Deshaun, and it wasn't Deshaun Watson's fault. It was just, no. it was, it was not as close as 34-20. You know, it was not yeah. anywhere. Well, and, it looked, Chiefs, and it looks like they're going to miss DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I know David Johnson yeah. scored the first touchdown, but I think, yeah. I think I think having Hopkins now in Arizona went, is going to hurt. With twenty-seven-seven, you know, twenty-seven unanswered points by Kansas City. So yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. first. By the way, guys, just, just for one piece of business here, Marty, you're open. So if you ever want to comment on a game, you're open. So just go ahead yes. and do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think Kansas City and Baltimore, as they were last year, are probably going to be the class of the AFC, and it'll be uh, it'll be theirs to lose. One of those two should go to the Super Bowl, but we'll see about that. Right. Um, we're gonna, and I'll give this score out of order just because I didn't have time to write it down before I came in. The Saints beat the Buccaneers thirty-four to twenty-three, and uh, oh my, that game that game was. It was about that way all the way through. The, the Saints yeah. had about a seven to ten point lead, and, and they yeah. 
that's pretty much the way the game went. Yeah, Tampa Bay came down yeah. right away and scored on their first, and Brady ran it in because he'd seen Cam Newton run in two for the Patriots, <laughs> so he figured he should run so much, run one in two. Hey, if this young whippersnapper could do it, so can I. But, uh, no, it was pretty much the problem, and as I've been saying this, and I did pick Tampa Bay to win the division and all that stuff, but the problem with Tampa Bay is the defense, and they don't, you know, they made all their moves on offense, you know, getting Brady and Gronk and everybody, but they didn't really, poor Nat, they didn't really do anything about the defensive side of the ball, um, and uh, you're, you're, and that's a high-powered offense you're trying to stop with the, with the Saints, with the Breeze and company, so uh, they really uh, didn't get it done today. Well, and some NFL history was made today uh, with uh, Tom Brady being 43 and Drew Brees being 41. Uh, their combined age was 84. It is the highest age for two starting quarterbacks in the NFL. In yeah, one and their first game yeah. was in 1999, I heard on, on the, the uh, broadcast, that uh, Tom Brady beat, it was for Michigan, and Breeze was at Purdue, and he beat uh, Breeze in that first game in the Big Ten. So there you yes. go. Yeah. Yep. Now, we'll get, now we'll go back to the early games. Yep. Yeah. Seahawks 38, Falcons 25, and the Seahawks, they were in control of this game clear through. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really not in any sort of doubt. Yeah, the Seahawks were. scored early and uh, – won the game. Yeah, it was about what it should have been. <laughs> yes. yeah, Todd, Todd, Todd Gurley, well, it was interesting. We were talking earlier, and we don't know whether it's uh, something permanent, but West Durham wasn't doing the game today. We, we, David Archer still was, but we're thinking he might be just doing ACC stuff. But he may have looked at the handwriting on the wall and said, you know, do I want to get involved in this? Because this is going to be kind of a kind of a train wreck. I mean, they did, again, the defense did not uh, step up at all for them. Todd Gurley looked pretty good. Matt Ryan was kind of erratic. Uh, I remember Dan Quinn. They had to. They were keeping this. Trying, you know. Dan Quinn basically, you know, they fought to save his job for this year. So yeah. yeah well, well, I remember well. BC did that for a coach, and they went zero and eleven the next year. So yeah, well, you know that doesn't always work. I, I would predict that Dan Quinn will be the first coach to lose his job yeah. this year. Well, we'll have to see on that. I, mean, I don't think it'll be the first, but yeah. I don't think he'll be back after the season. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bills 27, Jets 17. The Bills, I mean, it was a 10-point game, but the Bills, again, they were in control of this game. Yeah. It was like 21 to 3, really, or yeah. most of the game. And, yeah, the Bills' defense, of course, did what they had to do. Um, uh, Josh Allen did a good job. He ran one in. He threw uh, at least one, maybe two. I and, threw uh, three. Threw three. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, no, the Bills, uh, the Bills are, you know, they, and uh, we'll get to the Patriots, they uh, showed that they're going to be the two teams fighting for that division, which is what we said. We, you know, and uh, I'm telling, and, and uh, Le'Veon Bell got hurt. I don't know how serious it is. Yeah, he got hurt it's, it's a game. hamstring, but I don't know the severity. Well, those things last. I'll tell yep. you, for a running back, that's not good. So yep. uh, we'll see about that. But uh, Adam Gase has a road a hoe, and I, I think he's a coach I, that would be a top yeah, I think he'll be gone, too. Yep. You know, one thing we should mention, too, when we talk about announcers, we kind of have to give the announcers a little bit of a break because they're trying to do these games kind of like they are in baseball. They're doing them on a monitor and that well, the, road, not, the, road game, the road, the road games, but yeah. I don't, I don't think that's quite as easy in football. Maybe as it is baseball. So we kind well, of it's also baseball, you know, they had two or three games, you know, and I know the first couple of games, the Red Sox did on the road, they were adjusting and, you know, this is everything in this league. And, and I'm, I've got a comment. I probably hadn't done it. And I was, did it on uh, after the Houston game, the, the play, the quality of play was very good. I was amazed, yeah. you know. We don't need exhibition games. I mean, we don't. We well, just don't. And, and remember, the reason the reason exhibition games in football were, originally came was because back then the players had real jobs. 
The owners will tell you, Chris, we do need those exhibitions because they're money makers. Yeah, well, no, I'm that's not, why. Even for, but, but, Sean, they haven't had real jobs for about 40 years. Yeah, so. I, know, oh, no, I know they haven't. I know they haven't, but that's uh, the only uh, reason we originally uh, We don't need four exhibition games. Yeah. No, we, we don't. don't. Four of them. No, we I, used I, to have six. Yeah, I think one of the yeah, I think right. one of the re- I think one of the reasons to have exhibition games would be to uh, you know make your roster cuts because I don't know how teams were able to decide who to cut and who to keep and that, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. They, they had to guess. Yeah, but yeah. maybe yeah. maybe if you're gonna ha- maybe if you're gonna have them though, you only need two. Yeah, yeah I know. Mean, I, 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 they don't have exhibition. Yeah. They have scrimmages. College, they don't. So yeah, yeah. that's but, right. Uh, that's right. So anyway, but no, Buffalo's off to a good start, and uh, you know we'll see how they do as well. But they're again going to be. Uh, we, we talk about Houston and Kansas City, but Buffalo is in that next group, and uh, you know the Patriots, few others who uh, those are the ones they're going to have to deal with. So we'll see. Bears twenty-seven, Lions twenty-three. The Bears oh. had a nice comeback at, towards the end of that game yeah, because it was twenty-three to it was twenty-three to six at one point. Both groups of fans were about ready to commit suicide at various points <laughs> in the day. They certainly were. And the Lions fans are being reeled in off the off the oh. uh, parapet. I mean, that is ridiculous. You cannot go into the fourth quarter and blow a twenty-three to six lead. I don't care who you are, especially no. against the mighty. You know, it's not like the mighty Tom Brady or, or Drew Brees. This is the mighty uh, Trubisky. Really. Yeah. Brought yeah. you back from yeah. seventeen point and five, I th- and I th- and you know we talk about earlier we talk about coaches. I think if if they continue to have things like that happen, Matt Patricia will be also on the. He'll yeah, be on the. This is what happened to them last year. They blew a whole bunch of leads last year. You know, and uh, they, they did. They they it, this is just not good. And you know they they never they can't shut anybody down. And the Bears are not a high powered offense. I mean uh, this is they just got hot, and uh, the Lions just stopped playing defense. I don't know what happened, but that was it. Packers 43, Vikings 34, and here again, we say it over and over, the game was not that close. No, it was, no. the Packers should have scored about 14 more points than they did because they had the ball all through the hole. At one point towards halftime, I heard a stat that I think the Vikings, the Packers had it about 20 minutes and the Vikings had it like seven or something like that. It was, They totally controlled the game. Aaron Rodgers got back to it. You know, they say, oh, he uh, has no receivers or whatever. Well, he's got Adam. But, I mean, that's, uh, you know, Valdez Scandrick's pretty good. They've got some guys. And Aaron Rodgers, again, he's one of the elite quarterbacks, and that's what you pay off on. And, and he totally picked apart that Minnesota defense. And Kirk Cousins is pretty average, and that's the kind of – yeah, he scored a bit, but that's the kind of game he played. Well, you got to remember the Vikings, the team that the, the owner probably does, the team, they are not huge Kirk Cousins fans. I mean, that's just no. – that's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah, well, and that could bode well, uh, ill for them down the road. If they get to be, you know, four and six, they're going to be, maybe going to be uh, losing the locker room there. Now, unlike Correct. baseball, you know, we were talking about in baseball, cl- there's no clubhouse atmosphere because people are doing everything separately and quarantined a lot. There is in football. They're, they're spending time together, oh, and yes. uh, there will be a vibe in the, in the locker room. So we'll see what yes. happens. Chris, uh, you'll have to talk about this one. I only heard small little bits and pieces. Patriots 21. Dolphins 11. Well, the, the Patriots, it's still their problem showed. And, you know, one, hey, look, we look at the Belichick Brady uh, matchup. You know, Belichick takes a lead in the series one game to nothing or something if we want to look like a playoff. But, you know, they they did what they had to do. They controlled the game. Uh, they had, it could have been further apart, but, um, uh, 
Nikhil Harry dropped the uh, lost the ball. He was down at the five yard line going in on a touchdown drive. Went through the back of the end zone for a touchback in the third quarter, or they might have scored there, and it might have been uh, that much further apart. Cam Newton did what he could do. There isn't much many much talent to pass to. He he's a good quarterback for throwing. He certainly ran the ball. He gets seventy nine yards, two touchdowns. Uh, so he and he seems to be healthy. So I think they're going to be all right. And the defense played well. Again, Miami's not your best uh, offense to go against. And uh, the two, chance of Tua are uh, wafting through South Florida just because. But, uh, you know, and, and who knows if that would make any difference in, a, in that particular game. But, you know, Patriots are, are off to a good start. I mean, but they got to go to Seattle next week. And then, then, then we'll see something because you're dealing with uh, Russell Wilson. You're not dealing with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, Washington, yeah. 27, Eagles, 17. Um, frankly, the Eagles should have won this game and didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. No way around that. They were, yeah, no, again, they were, another, they were, they were 17 nothing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were they, up 17 nothing. at one That's time. right. And, again, you can't be losing to uh, <clears throat> to Washington when you're behind 70. This is, again, this is not Brady or Breeze or Rodgers. This is, uh, you know, a guy. And It was Dwayne uh, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. And the deal is that if you ask Miss A for the score, if you say what's the score of the Eagles game, it said, uh, you know, it would tell you right now, um, the football game, team 27, uh, Eagles 17. That's yeah, how it is. Yes, that's exactly what it says. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, oh, and I made the mistake of asking her a question about I wanted to find out who the Redskins announcers were. I mentioned the Redskins said I cannot answer that question. And she said and we know and we know now it. that they are Bram Weinstein, D'Angelo Hall and with do with respect to the lady in, that is helping them in the booth I forget what her name is but Julie those are your, or another. Yes. Julie. Those are your Julie three. O'Donnell. Julie O'Donnell. Julie okay, O'Donnell. You Thank, Thank you, you Marty. Yes, that's right. Thank you. No, um they they you know I thought and the little I heard it which was just what they picked up on on uh, you know uh, the NFL drive I thought that uh, the guy sounded pretty good the play-by-play guy a lot thought D'Angelo Hall did a good job and apparently they must have I thought they might keep the other guys uh, but apparently they just you know clean clean sweep it it uh, sounds Chris from what I was able to pick up on it sounds like they just wanted to clean it all out yeah so that's yeah. what they did and uh, we'll see how they do and you know of course they were doing it live that when they have to do it from a monitor it's going to be that much harder for them but uh, you know they're they're off to <laughs> they're off to a, a good start and hey if the Giants and the Cowboys lose they'll be leading the division so we'll yes they will yeah Probably the fir- the best game of the early window, Raiders 34, Panthers 30. This one, the Raiders had a lead, but it was a, it was a nice, close ball game the whole way. Uh, no, we, oh, had, yeah. we had seven lead changes uh, yeah. during, during the game. It, it was definitely the best game of the early, the early uh, uh, group. It was, it, was, uh, it was a wonderful game to watch. And as a Raider fan, I'm, I'm thankful that we got out of Charlotte with a win. What Next happened week, to my man? I've got a, of course, I drafted my fantasy team Friday night. What happened to uh, Henry Ruggs? Is he okay? Um, I didn't get any report. It didn't look to be too serious, but they didn't, they didn't give a report. Did he come back in the game? No, he did not. Okay. All right. I know he got hurt in like the second quarter or so. Yeah. Now, did you guys, back. did any of you guys hear Brett Musburger? Man, he is sounding a little older. He um, is. Right? He is. And they, yes. they need to get, a, I think, Marty, they need to get a better 
position of, of him because, frankly, I mean, it sounded like he was kind of in the restroom, if you will. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I noticed that, too. Yeah. Well, as a Raider fan, Marty, I can tell you, I think they made a mistake hiring him in the first place. Uh, we, uh, Greg Popo was just fine. He even said when they when they cut him loose to replace him with Brent Musburger, he said, if they would have asked me, I would have went to Las Vegas, you know. Uh, I, I think having Brent Musburger do NFL games on the radio is, is a disaster, and uh, I, I hope uh, I hope they get somebody new soon. Uh, well, I don't think I think, it's, I, think I think it's at least a couple of years with, with Brent. Yeah, probably yeah. Say a couple of years. I, you know, it's all cross promotion. It's the the, the uh, betting show that he has and so forth, and it's just. Betting I mean, he, network, he called a touchdown yeah. today. He had no energy to him at all, and no, you know, no, it's 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 uh, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, my advice to you, if if you want to listen to a Raider game, be sure to listen to the other announcers. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose he, here's another one that wasn't too, too bad. We were told that um, they were tanking for Trevor in Jacksonville. Well, apparently that's out the window right. because Jacksonville got a win today. They beat the Colts 27 to 20. Bill, how about that game? Well, the Colts have a tendency to throw interceptions. Their yeah. defense is not that great. And when Gardner who can throw 95% against you, what can I say? You, you, yeah, well, you. that's the other thing. And if you're going to throw interceptions, then you got the right guy because Philip Rivers will do it for you. That's oh, uh, yeah. Yes. He, he loves to throw to the other team. It's, uh, he does. He, and he's, he's been doing it his whole career. That's is. the problem with the culture we have here. I mean, they picked up, you know, he's got talent and he can bring a team back and he's done some good things with the Chargers, got to an AFC championship game. But, you know, it, it just doesn't. He's of the people who moved around Brady and uh, Newton and so forth. I think it's going to be uh, looking you know, the veterans. I think it's going to be looking like uh, the Colts got the short end of the stick on that one. And they also lost Marlon Mack, and it looks like yeah. it's a season-ending. Yeah, yeah that, that looks pretty. That one yeah, sounded no, pretty serious. I, I think that's going to be a season-ender, guys. So yep, they may I be tanking for Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Ravens thirty-eight, Browns six. Maybe the Browns are tanking for Trevor. I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that, because hey, that, game, that, that game, that game, that game was a blowout from the word go. Yeah, except yeah, they gave Baker Mayfield a whole bunch of money uh, just a few days ago. Yes, so they I did. don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no, I think they're they're that's the, they pitched their wagon to his star, and it's just not going very well for them. And I, I don't know what they're going to do because they, you know, whatever the Browns do, it never seems to work out right. It and, never uh, seems they, to work. No, it doesn't. And but the, again, uh, we talk about Kansas City and Baltimore being the class of maybe the whole NFL because they really they're really dominant right now. And again, it doesn't mean uh, that hey they didn't even meet in the playoffs. You never know. Playoffs are and now we got more teams in the playoffs. But uh, to the early part of the season, the Ravens are cooking. They they got it going on both sides of the ball. That's for sure. They, they certainly do. Uh, Chargers 16, Bengals 13 in the late games. And uh, the Chargers, I caught it right in the middle when this happened, but the Chargers uh, won the game. But the Bengals had a touchdown that didn't count. They tried to kick a field goal. He missed it. So he pulled a muscle while he kicked it. He, it he was, certainly um, did. Oh, wow. Joe yeah. Burrow looked good in this game. I mean, for, he did. Yeah. yeah. He, I, mean, he, he, I mean, he had Bengals a couple kicker. of – Burrow did have a, one interception that wasn't good, but overall he looked pretty good. 
He did, yeah. and you know, I think the Bengals are, are going to be okay. But they've got, you know, they they are still uh, a team that has a lot of uh, issues. Now they shut the Chargers down pretty good, and Tyrod Taylor is not your answer. And now, of course, they've got that young uh, guy that comes. They've got know, Justin stand. Herbert, but well, right. uh, who knows but, what kind well, of quarterback he's going to be? Because they've still got yeah, a pretty yeah. good, you know, they've got Eckler, they've got you know uh, Keenan Allen, they've got some offensive uh, Hunter Henry, they've got some offensive weapons. Mike but Williams. I, you Mike know. Williams, they, yeah. you know, Ty, Ty, Tyrod Taylor didn't get it done in Buffalo. I don't think he's going to get it done there. He didn't you don't get really it done know. in Cleveland either. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So he, He's uh, a good backup is what he is. He's a good backup. Yes. Right. We're right. going to need yep. something more. Yeah. Now, in a, game, in a game that we weren't sure that was even going to be played right up until it was played, mm-hmm. the Cardinals beat the 49ers 24-20. to 20, And the problem was with all the fires and things like that going on in California, the air quality – uh, one number I heard was a 170, and that, uh, yeah. that, if it was that over, apparently is pretty bad. And if it was over 200. time? Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. If it was over 200, the air quality index is what they called it. They would not have been able to play the game, but it was at 173 hours before the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, uh, the, uh, the Chronicle did an article on that yesterday, and Friday it was at 150, and they explained that if it would have, if it would have reached 200, the game would have been uh, had to be, had to have been so, a post. So DeAndre Hopkins, we were talking about him earlier. He caught more balls in this game than he's ever caught in any individual game. That's Kyler right. He caught, ran. Four, he caught fourteen passes. Yeah. Tyler Murray ran for a hundred yards, let alone what he threw for. Right. So uh, you know the Arizona's for you know they're going to be a contender in that that whole division. They're all going to be good. Yes. I mean, that's the toughest yeah, division. That's football. that's, that's a sure. pretty tough division. It is. I'm not, I'm not really that surprised on how that turned out because they were Arizona gave the 49ers all they could handle last year. Yeah, they did. We know they're better. We know they're better this year. And there were some kind of questions about the Niner defense, you know, coming into the season. So I, you know, I mean, I was kind of bummed out about it, but I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so Cowboys, I think you're a 49ers Cowboys fan. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, a 49er fan? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Now we now we know that. All right. So then we got a couple of games coming up, don't we? Yes, Jerry? Cowboys and the Rams are just underway. We'll get you a score on that during the break. Seven to nothing Rams right now. Okay. 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 Steelers Giants will be the early game at seven ten tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then the Titans Broncos will be the nine twenty or the ten twenty late game. Eastern yes. time. And, yeah. Eastern late and, by, and by the way, Chris Fowler, since he's in New York doing the tennis, he said he will be doing the Giants Steelers game tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, they're going to do that game in the normal the new Monday night crew of uh, Steve Levy and uh, Lewis Riddick and Lewis Riddick Lisa and Lisa and Ray Gracie, they're going to do the late game, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the and by the, way, by the way, the tennis is over. Uh, Dominic Team is your 2020 U.S. men's champion, so that okay. is in the books. Let's All right, through. so we've got the schedule uh, com- upcoming here, and then I think we have a couple little notes on the NFL, and then we could take a break. And, and uh, so for this week on Thursday night, uh, and these times are all Eastern, Cincinnati at Cleveland, 8.20 p.m., and that's on NFL Network. Uh, Sunday the 20th, we get back into the big uh, the Sunday games. The Giants are at Chicago, 1 p.m. on CBS. Now, that's weird. Usually that would be a Fox game, but, uh, you know, there's obviously trades from one thing and another for maybe other weeks, but that game will be on CBS, so there you go. Atlanta at Dallas, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Detroit at Green Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Jacksonville at Tennessee, 1 p.m. on CBS. Minnesota at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, and that would be, uh, yeah, that that would be a Fox game. That's right. Buffalo at Miami, 1 p.m. CBS. 
San Francisco at the Jets, 1 p.m. on Fox. And that way they could play the games. Yeah, they're playing them at the same time, which they didn't used to do. They well, used to have one late, and, one early, and, but they've, yeah. they've got one on Fox, one on CBS. So and, uh, as a matter of fact, Chris, the 49ers are going to be spending two weeks in New York because they play the Jets and then they play the Giants. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's right. We have the yeah, Rams. Rams at Philadelphia, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have Denver at uh, Pittsburgh, 1 p.m. on CBS. Carolina at Tampa Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tom Brady uh, makes his home debut. Washington at Arizona, 4.05 p.m. on Fox. So that means CBS has the doubleheader game. Kansas City at the Chargers, 4.25 p.m. on CBS. And that is, that's the first time the Chargers will play in their new that's stadium. That's right, in so. SoFi Stadium that's now open with the Rams playing there right now. That's Baltimore, right. Baltimore, Houston, 425 p.m. on CBS. That'll be a good game. For the yep. Sunday night game, another one. Patriots at Seattle, 820 p.m. No 12th man, but, uh, you know, the Seahawks are still tough. Switch. And the Monday night game will be New Orleans at Las Vegas. So the Las Vegas Raiders will make their uh, home debut. Yeah, and they get to open the new stadium. Which is interesting. they got Kansas City and Baltimore both playing in a 425 game on Fox. So, I mean, two of your markets. CBS. CBS. I mean, yeah, CBS, yeah. yeah. That, is, that is interesting. They have two of your marquee teams playing games. You know, usually you have one one marquee team, you know, in a pretty good game and then another kind of a throwaway game or two. Mm-hmm. So I guess just to, to wrap up the NFL, we have a couple of notes. The test, uh, everybody tested negative or whatever, you know, had good test results. Yeah, they did it last night. Everybody was fine. They do it when they come to the games on uh, the, the day of the game, and they were all fine. They were, all the personnel were fine uh, for the virus. And they also had a, a wonderful test record uh, during the during training camp. Maybe what? Only maybe one uh, percent of the uh, 24. 24, 24 out of yeah, thousands 24 of tests. tests went positive since the early days of it. Only twenty-four positive tests, and and here's something that they do in the NFL when and they explain this on the Kansas City Houston game uh, on TV. They went through it. And they they have a card that you wear with a chip on it, and they know when you're in the facility when you're in the game. They know where you are. And that way, if somebody tests positive, they can go look and see if you were near that person and if they have to do contact tracing. Right. So that's something they're doing. Yeah. And other, the one last note, Bill Hillgrove will not be doing the Steelers games uh, for the first two weeks of the Steelers season. He had a DUI and he was in an accident. Uh, Jerry had the wrong age. I asked him to say he was born uh, November 20th, 1940, but it will, he'll, will be 80. Yeah. November 20th, uh, uh, Bill, uh, Jerry had him older. But anyway, uh, he's a longtime Steeler voice, and he also wasn't doing the Pitt game yesterday either. So I don't know what his situation is with Pitt or uh, long-term with the Steelers. But uh, anyway, he will not be doing uh, tomorrow night's game with the Giants. Well, we're going to take the break, but let's uh, squeeze in uh, Bob real quick here. Bob, if you want to hit star six and unmute, we will be able to hear you. I just wanted to tell you that both the Lions and Bears were streaming today. Yes, good. Okay, okay. they usually do. That's uh, good to know. Yeah. All right. Because okay. they're both intercom, I think, with the, do their station. Uh, no, good. the Lions are on WJR. They're cumulus. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. let's, uh, at this point, let's take our break, then we'll come back and we'll go to baseball. 
I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. And we're back. Okay. And uh, All right. Chris, just to help, just to look ahead, Chris, the uh, game two of the Padres Giants, Miss A would not give me that score, so we, I okay. won't be able to update that one, but I'll give you a Dodger score. All right, that's 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 fair. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I can't give people the standings. Miss A was not in the most cooperative mood with that either. She's like a week behind. Hopefully by next week she'll be straightened out or we'll figure out how to get them. Either Perry will get them from his iPhone or I'll get them from, uh, from uh, NFE Newsline from the Globe and figure them out. We will do our best to have the standings because next week will be the last week. But we can, as we go through these games, I'll give you the scores and we can talk about the ramifications of them. And Yeah, the, 20, the 27th is the last day of the regular season. Correct. So two weeks to go. So everybody's got about 12 to 13, 14. Well, Cardinals probably about 20 games left for all I know. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, the you know we've got we're coming down the home stretch for sure. So we'll give you the scores, and then anybody who wants to comment on what that might mean in the standings, since we ha- haven't been able to go over them, or at least give you a, certainly the American League is kind of shaping up the way we we thought it would. The National League is a little more up in the air. But anyway, we had a double header that Miami, I guess, won both games of over Philadelphia, two to one and eight to one, as I understand it. Correct. Yes. So that has to be damaging to the Phillies and good for the Marlins. They're both in the hunt in the National League. That bullpen is rearing its ugly head in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Girardi's got to be uh, going crazy. Right. Uh, Atlanta beat Washington eight to four, and of course Washington's out of it, but the Braves are hanging into the uh, playoff spot. And we'll have to talk about Atlanta when we're done with the uh, today's scores because they set a record this week. Yes, that's right. We will yeah. talk about that. The Yankees beat Baltimore three to one. They've been playing better the last three or four days, so I think they're trying to hang on to their playoff uh, ambitions. Yeah. We have the Red Sox beating Tampa Bay 6-3 to today down in Tampa Bay. Uh, not a good day for Tampa Bay all around, that's for no. sure. 
better day for Boston than Tampa Bay. We had a no hitter today from Alec Mills of the Cub, and uh, what, what do you what can you tell us about him, uh, Perry? Uh, Alec Mills is a he's a pretty good pitcher. He's pitched uh, here in AAA for a couple two three years. He's twenty nine years old, and uh, he's a serviceable pitcher. He's one of those guys that um, his ERA was a little high, go you know this year, but he, he's a pretty good pitcher. And the Cubs beat Milwaukee twelve to nothing uh, during that. And I, uh, I was on a conference last night talking to some people about the way that Milwaukee crowd. They, it sounds like they're they're doing a hundred thousand seat soccer game or something. It just sounds weird. They, they're <laughs> yeah. too loud. It's weird. I don't know what yeah. they're doing. But it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, Kansas City beat Pittsburgh and two teams that aren't going anywhere. Uh, Royals beat the Pirates eleven to nothing. Minnesota over Cleveland. Seven to five, and of course, Cleveland and Minnesota and Chicago all fighting for playoff spots out of that division, the American League Central. Uh, They've been the dragging White- lately, though the Indians have. Yeah, yeah. They've been dragging lately. Yeah, White Sox beat Detroit uh, five to two. So again, Chicago Detroit didn't go well for Detroit today. No. Nope. Uh, uh, Cincinnati beat St. Louis ten to five. Texas over the A's six to three. Miami beat Philadelphia. Oh, I already read that, that score. Yeah. San Francisco in the first game uh, beat the uh, uh, San Diego beat the Giants six to nothing. Toronto beat the Mets seven to three, and the Angels beat Colorado five to three. And I did have we had a seven. The, to man, three. the Mariners beat Arizona seven to three. Right, they were ahead seven to three wow. going to the bottom of the ninth. So that took care of that. So as you guys look, it seems like the American League. The well, first of all, the, first of all, Chris, in the top of the third, the Dodgers are are beating the Astros one to nothing. Okay, and of course they've had the best record throughout. So they in the have, American and, League, and the Giants it, and the Padres are in the midst of game two, but she won't give me that score. No, well, that's yeah. all right. She's probably confused about she's getting ready for the New York Football Giants tomorrow, <laughs> so she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, running it down in the American League, at least the last I knew, it looks like you've got the eight teams should be in some way or another, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and the Yankees, uh, the White Sox, the Indians, and the Twins, uh, not necessarily in that order, and then the A's and, and Houston. And Does that look pretty that, solid? That is, that, that, that's, that's pretty, yeah. That's, that, that's pretty yeah. much the way it's going to wind up. The only, you know, some of the seating might change, but right. that's that's the order of the teams. Now, I, in the, I can tell you that, you know, Tampa Bay is in first in the East, I think the Blue Jays are up on the Yankees by a half game for for second. That's correct. Uh, the Twins, I think, are either tied or one game back of the White Sox, and the Indians are a couple games back from them. And then the A's should win the West with the Astros yeah. finishing yeah, second. Yeah, right? uh, as of yesterday, we had a six-game lead, but we split a doubleheader and we lost today. And it depends on what Houston does tonight. And then the A's have another doubleheader tomorrow. So, and so, what would, what would you guys say about the uh, the National League? I would assume that uh, are the Mets out of contention, or they still have a chance. Barely. Who's, that, who's barely. that, Chris? The Mets. The Mets. Barely. barely. Probably barely. Yeah, they, 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 they might compete for. They may compete for that eight spot. If there would okay. be a team, if there would be a team, I think out of the eight that are currently in that might not make it, I would project it to be the Giants. Okay. So right now, yeah. then, in the East, you would say that the four contenders, anyway, in some order, the Braves, I think, are first, right? The Braves then, are in yep. first. Then the Phillies. Phillies and Miami. 
Miami. Miami, right? yes. Well, Miami might have passed the Phillies today, but they could have. Yeah, well, that's right because they had a doubleheader. Because so it, was a, it was a, it was a, it's a seven game series, and they they have another one tomorrow, I believe. So yeah. that's a and it's so, a single game yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So those are the four contenders in this in the East. How about in the Central? Who is a who's the Central? The Cubs are in first. They're up by yeah. four over the Cardinals. The right. Reds are, I think, a game or two behind the Cardinals. And uh, the Brewers are technically still in, but yeah, many things would many things would have to happen for the Brewers to get the in. The Mets and Brewers are uh, on their last legs. It sounds yes. like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and in the West, obviously the Dodgers are way ahead, and then San and Diego is very Diego. solid. Yeah. And then the Giants, the Giants would technically be in if we started today. The Gi- yes. if, if you st- here's the th- here's the irony. If you started today, the Giants and the Marlins are both in. Yeah, and the Giants would be playing the Dodgers. How about yes, that? Yes, they would. <laughs> yeah, and the Giants. So of course. And uh, the Giants lost a couple of games to the virus, but apparently it was a false positive. Huh? It was a false positive. It was a false positive. It was Alex Dickerson, and they uh-huh. played it. They're playing a doubleheader to make up one of the games, and then they'll play another doubleheader in San Francisco on the last weekend to make up the other one. That's correct. So we uh, Robert alluded to it earlier. We need to mention that the Braves beat the Marlins. I, I when was it on? Was it Tuesday? That it was game Tuesday. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was Tuesday night. Twenty-nine uh, to nine. Twenty-nine to nine. Uh, and, oh man! <laughs> and, that, and that is a National League record, by the way, for most for runs score, scored yeah. by one team. Uh, I when I seen that score, I thought my iPhone had some kind of malfunction. I, I you know, yeah. I'm like the overall record is set by the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, thirty to four. They beat the Orioles in. They beat the, they beat the Orioles in 2007, 33. But uh, and, and that then, was a, and in that one, that was the first game of a doubleheader. I, that's I, right. I, I wouldn't want yeah. to be in Baltimore that night when you when the first game ends and it's 33 and you got a second game to go. Yeah. So so the Braves hit uh, seven home runs, I guess, in this game. And yeah, they Adam, hit, Duval, Adam they Duval had nine RBIs, yep. uh, the most since Tony Cloninger, a pitcher who did it for the Braves in 66 when he hit two grand slams in the same game against the Giants and had nine RBIs. That, that's correct. And Adam Duval had just recently uh, went to Fenway Park and also did th- three home runs in one game. Yes. So, yes. you know. Uh, yeah. that, that I couldn't. And apparently, Brian Snitker, the Braves' manager, had shuffled the lineup because he wasn't happy with the way things are going. And they, he put out his new lineup on Tuesday, and they scored twenty twenty nine runs. Okay, so something that um, uh, Marty may want to comment on because uh, I think he's a Giants fan too is uh, Pablo Sandoval uh, finally started hitting like he's a Red Sox. Uh, now that he's with the Giants, so he <laughs> yeah. couldn't hit here, and uh, he's uh, he's out now. So I guess uh, that's it for his career, probably. Probably, you know, he was he, he got the average up to about 220, and they publicized that he was having some difficulty because his family had the coronavirus, and and uh, but you know they they got they replaced him with Justin Smoke is what they did. Yeah, uh, uh, Milwaukee uh, had Milwaukee had cut him loose and uh, so DFA'd got, him, and, and, yeah, right. And so yeah, so I, I have to say, you know, Smoke had a little more pop, and you know, Smoke Smoke also is not a good hitter, but I think they feel maybe he. He can do a little more of the long ball. He sure did in the first game today. Right. Yeah, but, no, uh, uh, Justin was, Justin is known for home runs, and that's, uh, I guess he's a good defenseman, good defensive yeah. first baseman, but first, beyond yeah, that, yeah. you know, that's all he does. And then, uh, Robert, you got something to comment of. on, too, with uh, Matt Chapman being out for the year. Yeah, that, the that is going to hurt the Oakland A's. He's he's by far uh, one of our best players, and that 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 really hurts. 
Yeah, and then but, Chad Pender you know, now is on the disabled or on the injured list. Oh my God! Hamstring, yeah, yeah hamstring. Uh, you know, geez. you know the, the thing is though about Matt Chapman, he was not having that great a year this year. And no, you know, no, Tommy, he was he, he he wasn't Marty. But uh, you know, I think the problem is with a lot of these guys since it's a sixty game season. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you don't you don't really have time to get yourself out of you know a bad starts. But this year, since it's no. so messed up, there's a lot of players that may have been DFA'd or, or sent elsewhere mm-hmm. because of their performance this year. Uh, whoever picks them up next year might have some surprises, you know. They yeah. could. And then, of yeah. course, no, last true. night, it was interesting. Last night I saw a tweet from Susan Slusser, and she tweeted that um, – the A's were going to sign Mike Lamb. So I looked up information on Mike Lamb, and then I'm like, boy, that, that can't be um, – that can't be because I Mike Lamb is – that's, was, that's what it turned out – that's where it turned out to be, Marty, because yes. then I went back on Twitter, and she had corrected the tweet, and she said it's Jake Lamb. But had it, yeah. been, Mike, had it been Mike Lamb, he is only 45 years old and hasn't played since 2010. It's lucky nobody – there's so many Williamses in sports. No, it's lucky Ted hasn't popped onto a roster uh, yet. You know, you know um, but uh, yeah. no, um, I knew that they were going to – and I'm sorry to hear about Chad Pender. He's a – He's a great you he he can play all over the place. But yeah, I oh, know yeah. if anything's going to get us in the postseason, uh and A's fans are gonna complain, but unfortunately it's gonna be the injuries. You know I'll tell you I'll tell so. you what though, that the guy that played over there, Machine is his name, uh yesterday, he's a pretty good little ball player. I mean he's not Matt Chapman. Let, let's not get carried away. No. Yeah, no. But he's uh, a pretty he's a pretty good little ball player because he played here last year. In AAA. Yeah, and uh, apparently he was a Rule 5 draft pick from the Cubs. He yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. And, and and like I say, he was he was a pretty good ball player when he was here last year. Yeah. So, so apparently we're going to have bubble baseball uh, for the playoffs yes, after are. the first yeah. round. So, yeah, we uh, are. Uh, before we, get, before we get to that, hold, hold on, Chris. Before we get to that, um, we have two hands. Pam, go ahead, and then Jamal, you're going to be next. Yeah, I would like to I apologize for having to leave the meeting early. I had an emergency to handle. Nope, that's okay. Anyway, uh, I wanted to, uh, if I could change the subject for just a minute and go back to what you were talking about football when I had to leave. Okay. Right. Yeah, go ahead. And if, if I could, if I could please ask a question having to do with the running back that the Chiefs had on Thursday right. night, what is it, yeah. Clyde, what's his face? Clyde Ed- Edwards Solaire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, they got, and they drafted him out of LSU. Yeah, and, LSU. He, was their, and yeah. he was their can first you, round draft pick, yep. Can, one of, can you guys make, do any of you have any comments on his performance? He did he had a great, he had, yeah, he had a great I, performance. I think even Tommy Lasorda would agree it was a great performance. Yeah, yeah 100, 100, 138 yards. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he did. He's uh, he. That that's the thing. Even with the running backs that they had last year coming off the Super Bowl, everybody who was talking about fantasy football, and we had a guy draft him like really early in our draft. I didn't get him, but yeah. somebody did. So no, people were expecting a lot from him. And these guys that are coming out of the SEC West in particular, they come out and they're ready to go. And uh, yeah, you know, they are. Yeah. You know, in, yep. in whatever part of you know, we're going to see. Uh, we had Rugs today. He was a big participant in that first drive. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Jerry Judy's going to play tomorrow night. 
you know, for Denver, we're going to probably see something out of him. You know, these guys come out of these uh, these uh, that division, and uh, they're ready to play. But, you know, Pierre and I have talked about this for a few years now. That SEC West is you better show up every single week because if you yes. don't, you're going to lose. That's why Arkansas has not done it. Arkansas is always at the bottom because everybody else just Yeah. I mean, okay. And then we okay, have let's, another hand. Uh, let's go to Jamal. Jamal, if you want to unmute, we would be able to hear you. So hit star six and then talk to us. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. Good evening. Oh, How y'all doing? Hey. Uh, we're good. Right. Okay. A couple things here. I want to talk about the Bears and mm-hmm. the White Sox. Okay. First of all, checked out the Bears game. And when the Lions went up 23-6, I took a nap. As I was waking up, when the Bears, I woke up, the Bears took a lead. I can't quite say what my reaction was because this is a family show. Yeah, that's right. But, but I was just, pleasant, let's just say I was pleasantly surprised that they won. And at least maybe on Chicago Talk Radio this week, we won't hear people whining and crying about Mitch Trubisky being the worst thing since Satan as a quarterback. Right. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, again, they've got it's a long year, and this division is is kind of up for grabs. I mean, the Vikings put themselves on a hole today. Packers got off to a good start. Bears got off to a good start. But I think you're going to still hear from the Lions a little bit, and I think you'll still hear from the Vikings. So I, I you know, we'll see. And the Bears get to host the Giants next week, and the Giants are, are probably going to be somewhat improved. So we'll see how that goes. But I think if the Bears stay healthy, they're going to have a better season than people think, and I think they will contend for that division. Yeah, well, they stay yeah, okay. And what about the White Sox? And as for the White Sox, they're still leading their division. I think they, I think they might have an inside track on uh, holding them off and uh, winning the AL Central, which would be yeah. a compliment yeah. for them given the fact that they were in a tank for a few years rebuilding. Yep. And and I am. I can't help but to think, wouldn't it be ironic if the White Sox could come somehow made the World Series and couldn't have any fans in the stadium? You'll hear about that in a minute, uh, Jamal. Yeah, because wouldn't even be in Chicago. Oh, no, yeah. but here's the, here's the thing. If the playoffs mm-hmm. started today, the White Sox are the number one seed. Wow. Oh, oh. wow. They, 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 yeah. got a, they got a better record than oh. Oakland and Tampa Bay. They so do. if you just went by chalk, it'd be the White Sox and Dodgers, a rematch of 1959. Okay. <laughs> that's that's, that's what it would be. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, so bubble, bubbles. What are we doing? Now, Jeff Passon of ESPN confirmed this yesterday when I put this out. And he's like the Woj or the Adam Schefter for baseball for them. Now, he's, he's the man. Now, what they're going to do. Now, originally Friday night when Perry and Robert and a bunch of us, Bill and I, were all talking about this, they were talking about having everything in the bubble. But, as you know, they're having this little wild card thing where you have the three division winners, three second place teams, and two wild card teams the two best records otherwise in each league. And what they will do is the top four seeds will play, will host the best of three series at their home stadium. 
So it'll be your three division winners and your non-division winner with the best record. We'll all host a best of three. The American League will go uh, September 29th, 30th, and 1st. National League will be uh, September 30th, October 1st, and October 2nd. So it'll be 30th, the 1st, and the 2nd. They will host. Then, after that, they will they will go to the American League. Will go to Dodger Stadium and the San Diego. The which National is, Pet, which is Petco to, Park. Yeah, right. Petco Park. Yes, and they will. The National League will go to Globe Life and Minute Maid. Globe Life Field and Minute Maid Park. Or well, yeah, the Globe Life uh, Field and Park mixed up to the same name, but. The old one was Park, I think, and New Ones Field, I believe, or whatever it is. But they go to go Arlington is what they're doing. And the the National League's going there. The reason they're doing this is they are making it to where you will not have a home game because if the National League went to L.A. and San Diego, of course, the Dodgers have a home game. So they're doing it to where it's neutral. And what they will do is after when they send them, the team with the highest seed – they will go to Arlington. This is for the National League. Then the second team that, you know, the two, three matchup, you know, second. So the team with the highest seed will play the team with the lowest, the lowest seeded team in Arlington. Then the other two will play in Houston. Then for the American League, the team with the highest seed and the lowest seed play in San Diego. Then the other two play in LA. And that goes for the division series. And then depending on which team is still available whether it's the higher-seeded team or the lower-seeded you know, series team, whether it's going to be in L.A., San Diego, or Houston, Arlington, how that goes. Now, yeah. as I understand that second-round series... And this series, is not a done deal, by the way. There are still some things that have no, to be they're going to vote out. on it this week. They're right. going to vote on it this week. And, and am I right, Terry, that uh, for these, for the second series, you, if you're the higher seed, you get two home games, then you get two road games, and then a fifth home game? Is that how it works? That is correct, but it'll all be in the same place. Same it'll place, but same. I mean as far as who the home teams are. As far as who is listed round, in the home team, that's, the that's correct. They, yeah, that's right. the way and they always. That's the way they. That's the way they always do that in the division series. It's always the two, right. two, one. Anyway, but, but, but unlike what I'm making sure people understand is unlike the the four and five. Even the four is going to get all the home games in the first round. You know, just so yes. people get it yeah. that the first round yeah, is all home games, and then then when we get to the second round, it's two, two, and one for home games. Yeah, but it'll all be at the same stadium. Correct. And then when we get to the World Series. It is going to be played in Arlington. Now, they're going to vote on this later later this week. That's what I'm hearing. Right. Maybe and Thursday or Friday. It's more important, you know, unlike, you know, we've had this bubble basketball and hockey, and it really hasn't mattered who the home team. I mean, we just had the Celtics series, all the road games teams won, but nobody will ever remember it because it's all in Orlando. This does make a difference. It's when you're batting last. It's, it's the things, you know, baseball, it, it really is an advantage to be the home team. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, are we done with baseball? Are we ready to move to uh, basketball and hockey? I think we're ready to move to basketball and hockey. Okay. okay and we just, all right, the Cowboys just scored a touchdown, so 7-6 about already tied up in the second quarter. Oh, okay. You think they're going to hit the extra point? Okay. All right. Yeah, they might. Okay, so starting with the NBA, and of course it takes less time to do these now because we've got fewer series and we're getting close to the final four. We've almost got it settled. In the NBA, uh, Miami made the final four. They, they beat Milwaukee uh, four games to one. Giannis was not able to play on uh, Tuesday night, and so Milwaukee uh, ended up losing that game. It was, a, not a, it was a pretty close game, but Miami did win it. So they move on to the Eastern Finals to play the Celtics. And the Celtics beat Toronto in the seventh game after some very good game. The fifth game uh, 
well, let's see, what was the sixth game we had, which went double overtime, and the fifth game, uh, the Celtics had won the fifth game. Toronto won the sixth game in double overtime, but the Celtics won 92 to 87 on Friday night and uh, went uh, has gone back to the Eastern Finals for the third time in four years. But I was saying to my friend Rick, and he felt the same way, Celtics fans, that it almost feels like three different teams. The one team was Isaiah Thomas's team. The next team, uh, Tatum and Brown were really young, but uh, no, no uh, Haywood and no uh, no Kyrie. Uh, you know, and they almost beat Cleveland with the, with that uh, you know matchup. And now they're back with uh, you know Tatum and Brown as the full fledged stars that they are. So it feels like three different teams uh, that uh, uh, he's brought to the. And I read I read yesterday, Chris, that that series is going to start on Tuesday. Yes, and I think we now know that we'll start at uh, 6.30 on Tuesday because we now know there's going to be a, a, in the West. We had the Lakers beating Houston 119-96 to 96 and knocking them out four games to one. So after LeBron spotted the uh, the first game, like he does, that we talked about last week, they wiped him out, and uh, that was it for the Rockets. And then Denver, however, beat the Clippers 111-98. to 98. So for the second time in a row, Denver, who was behind three games yeah. to one, has tied up the series 3-3. So I'm sure they'll play their seventh game on Tuesday night. On Tuesday, at, yep. At nine o'clock or uh, nine fifteen, whatever yeah. it is. And, by, and, and we, and we way, did learn, and we did learn, by the way, that uh, before the last game of that Lakers series, that Daniel House was literally yes. out of the bubble because he had, according to CBS Sports, unauthorized well, guests plural well, actually, in his hotel was, okay. room. So what it was, according to other play, it was actually it was a COVID nurse. Yeah, who he was actually caught. He wanted with, to take a really special test. <laughs> he was with the COVID nurse yeah. multiple multiple times. That's what yeah. other places are saying. That's what they came out with. It was a COVID nurse. Now they had suspected him with other people, but they they busted him. So it was it was that he was caught multiple times, but it was with the same COVID nurse. Yeah, and also Our COVID uh, tester. COVID tester. Yeah, and also today. Um, the uh, Mike D'Antoni announced that he would no longer be the coach of the Rockets, so I think he's headed for Indiana. Okay, and, and we also had Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. Oh, oh Billy Donovan. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, come on, come on, one at a time. We can't. Yeah. Well, everybody said Billy Donovan at once. I think they yeah. heard that. And we're trying to say that Billy Donovan uh, walked away from his job in Oklahoma City. It was mutual parting of the ways. So whether he wants to coach somewhere else in the NBA or go to college or I don't know. Uh, where to be, I but. don't think it was as much mutual parting. I think I think there would have I think there was some Chris Paul stuff. I think, yeah, I wonder. I don't. I mean, that's speculation. I think because Billy Donovan is too good of a coach. I mean, he's Billy Donovan's too good. Uh, depending, he could go if he wants to go into Chicago or New Orleans. Even D'Antoni, if D'Antoni wanted to go into one of these places, but yeah, like I said, I think Indiana's the top place for him. Uh, but yeah, Billy Donovan, it was he was not Billy Donovan was not fired. Now D'Antoni, I don't know if he was fired or asked to resign or because he was on his way out no matter what. Because Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Rockets did not want him. He he was not a remember, he was still he was hired when Les Alexander still owned the team, same as GM Daryl Morey. And so I, I, I wonder if Daryl Morey's on his way out, Sean. That's too. what I was about to say. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Daryl Morey was also yeah. on his I think okay. should could be on his way. We out. can we can hit those topics as we go. Yeah. 
as we go on. Season. So yes. then in the NHL, and this won't take long because we are down to the final four and we're getting close to a finals matchup, actually, the way it looks. But yeah. again, the NHL, uh, we had quite some comebacks, so we'll see about that. But Dallas beat uh, the Vegas Golden Knights 2-1 uh, to one and Dallas uh, last night, and Dallas now has a commanding 3-1 lead in that series. Robert, you were saying you're kind of mystified by that. Uh, yeah, because I, I viewed uh, going into this tournament, Chris, in the Western Conference, I viewed Las Vegas and Colorado as the two teams that would play in the Western Conference Finals, and Dallas is in the process of taking care of both of them, and I'm absolutely shocked by that because I didn't really view the Dallas Stars as a threat this year to do much mm-hmm. of anything, to be honest. Okay. The other game that was played this afternoon, Tampa Bay beat the Islanders 4-1, to so that puts Tampa Bay uh, ahead of the Islanders 3-1, to and they were – they were, after all, the second-best team in the East uh, during the regular season, and the Islanders have really accomplished a lot to get as far as they have. Yeah, no, think- now, Tampa, I'm not surprised by, although uh, uh, with the coaching edge, I always give it to Barry Trotz because he, he pulls miracles out of his hat, so, you know. Yeah, so, uh, yep, so we'll see what happens. So there's no NBA basketball tomorrow night because uh, the Lakers series is done, and we'll have wait for Tuesday again at 6.30. Uh, I'm sure this will be the time, although uh, Miss A is saying 12 noon, but it won't be. No. Always will be playing uh, the uh, uh, the start of their series against Miami. Miami, they will have the home advantage, by the way, for what it's worth. Yeah, uh, because they're the third uh, the third seed. Miami was the fifth seed, actually. Right. And so they're going to play, and then at uh, sometime after nine o'clock, nine fifteen or so. We'll have game seven. If the Clippers win, this will be their first time to a conference final in all the times they were in the league, whether the Buffalo Braves or the uh, San Diego or L.A. Clippers. So they've never been to a conference and, final. And, I, and, I don't and think I'm not sure Denver has in the NBA either. I, I was going to say that. I don't think Denver no. has either, Chris. No, but they, probably, probably, they were in the ABA, know. but not in the NBA. So. Yeah. No. Uh, either way, we're going to have a historic op- opponent for the for the Lakers and Ritz, I mean, the Celtics and uh, T- Miami should be a good series, I think. Yeah. So, all right, guys, why don't we uh, talk about college football, what was played, and what we ha- might have on the horizon for the Big Ten? Well, the really the two big things yesterday were Iowa State losing to Louisiana, uh, the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette, thirty-one to fourteen. And then Kansas State losing to Arkansas State 35-31. Those were, as far as games go, those were your biggies. Yeah, Iowa State. Iowa State was ranked 23rd in the country, and lose. And we said we thought that would be a pretty good game because Louisiana Lafayette. We were talking about that. We were talking the other night. Louisiana Lafayette only lost one game to Appalachian State. And Appalachian State is they're always that spoiler beating the big team, and they're that group of five team from the Sun Belt. That, that is Louisiana Lafayette only lost them. But Arkansas State-Kansas State, game of the day. That was definitely the game of the day. And Arkansas State is not a bad team because they came very close to beating Memphis uh, the week before, and Memphis was ranked. You know, Memphis also ranked. They held on to, you know, you know Memphis held yeah. on and won their game, but... It is interesting. The Big 12 went 0-3 against the Sun Belt, which Coastal Carolina beating Kansas. Uh, Kansas, yeah, they're, well, what can you say about them? But, I mean, really you had Notre Dame-Duke was in a decent game yep. for a while. I mean, Notre Dame came on and won it. Uh, two teams, UT San Antonio and Texas State, getting some national exposure with all this going on because, you know, UTSA from the Conference USA and then, Texas State from the Sun Belt and going down to overtime, and I think Texas State goes up to BC in a couple weeks to play. Oh, okay. so they might want to watch. Yeah, 
BC might want to watch out for this team, but those games, I mean, the you had the game, some of the games canceled. The Louisiana Tech Baylor game was canceled because Louisiana Tech players uh, had to evacuate because power went out. Even though they're about they're about 300 miles inland from where Hurricane Laura came in, but the power went out and a bunch of them got the virus, so they had to cancel that. And Oklahoma State, Tulsa, and SMU TCU were postponed also. But now, you know, as far that, as I what's mean, as far as what's coming in the future, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is reporting that either tonight or tomorrow that the Big Ten presidents are going to vote to start the Big Ten on October 17th. Now, we've, I mean, we've heard this stuff before, but the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, that's the big newspaper in Milwaukee. They're reporting October 17th will be the date. I've heard what this would be. It would be an eight-game season. It would be like your division plus your designated rival and maybe one other team. I've heard that it might get so that they can. Well, they pretty much to have to do it. that if they're going to do the playoffs on, on December twentieth. So they got to be. They done, do. You know? Well, now, now, then, of course, Iowa yeah. State fell out of the polls this week. Iowa fell out of the polls, and the reason Iowa fell out of the polls is because they didn't play. Yeah, there all the go. all the teams. Yeah, the the AP poll put all the Big Ten and Pac-12 teams in on the first week, but of course you knew they were all going to fall out this week. Uh, the SEC starts play on the 26th. Uh, the ACC has started conference play. Uh, yep. The Big 12 has no teams playing next week. They all played this week, and then they start conference play hmm. on the 26th. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech was scheduled for this weekend coming up, but they flip-flopped that because Virginia Tech had some positive tests. They're going to play that in November. Duke has an open date, so Duke and Virginia will be the big ACC game next week. Actually, I heard, well, Miss A said, and that doesn't make it right, that BC was going to Duke next week, but that's, uh, you know. Uh, no, B, no, Duke, they, on the game, they said Virginia and Duke were playing. Yeah, well, you know, I she she wasn't even giving a BC uh, or update. They might have been talking about Virginia Duke, Virginia Duke were maybe on the 26th, but they did say that the Virginia-Virginia Tech oh. game, yeah, yeah, because we'll that was see. We'll see. Next week. B, I think BC what we'll do, we'll, we'll, fig- we'll, we'll, have to do. we'll have to figure it out. I'll, I'll we'll find out that, by to. Thursday when when Perry gets his schedules. We'll know because uh, then we'll know. But right now, that is what she said, and uh, well, they said what they said, so we don't know. And yeah, and NBC said the other, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. And so. by the way, oh, one other, one other, real quick on there. I, uh, NBC also changed up their Notre Dame broadcasts on television, so. It's Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy in the broadcast booth now. So oh, okay. Doug, oh, wow. Yeah. All Doug right. Flutie, All Doug right. Flutie's in the studio. Chris Sims is on NBC Football Night in America with the NFL now. So. Okay. So we had, do have a few deaths to cover. This won't take super long like last week. And, of course, no, none of, nobody of the stature of the people we had last week. We had some big uh, heavy hitters. And we got, I have yeah. a question, too, Chris. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Did, did you get Bob Robertson? No, I didn't. Okay, well, you can, like why don't you give us uh, any info you have on Bob Robertson, and then again, okay, like we do, we'll we'll uh, yeah. maybe do it again next week if we need a little more. But uh, Kevin, yeah. this is the guy from the Pirates, right? Nope, this is the guy from Washington State University sports. Did uh, okay. games for fifty-two years. Oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah. Um, he was a Northwest icon, Bob Robertson. He was ninety-one when he died. He presided over Washington State University broadcast for fifty-two years. Uh, Bob Robertson. He logged 589 football games in the broadcast booth in Martin Stadium. He also uh, broadcasted 568 consecutive football games from 1964 to 2016. Um, He he also um, 
I guess he did work for the Washington Huskies for a brief time, a three-year period in the middle of that. He died Sunday at his home near Spokane, and Robertson was the play-by-play man for the Cougars from 1964 to 2011, and then did something kind of unusual, moved into an analyst role for the final seven seasons of his Hall of Fame career. He uh, announced his immediate retirement. This is kind of different, too. Usually when guys announce their retirement, it's at the end you know, of the season. He didn't do that. He announced his immediate retirement on October 18, 2018, two days before the number 25 Cougars hosted number 12 Oregon in the national television game that was featured on ESPN's college game day uh, program. Uh, and I think he, he just, he knew he was getting old. It just the game, as he's put it, the game's going fast and I'm going slower. <laughs> yeah. um, Robertson was named the Washington sportscaster of the year on 12 mm-hmm. occasions, got multiple hall of fame nods in 2001 to 2002 being inducted into both the Washington State University uh, Hall of Fame and the Inland Empire Hall of Fame, which is for the Spokane area. Uh, His awards cabinet grew again in 2004, and when he earned the uh, uh, Chris Schenkel Award during a ceremony at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame in South Bend, Indiana. And I can tell you, he also did baseball a little bit. He did uh, minor league ball in Tacoma in the 80s and the Spokane Indian Summer League, uh, Northwest League games into his 80s. And and the one thing I will sign off the way he signed off every broadcast he did, he'd say, and I'm Bob Robertson. And then he would say, always – be a good sport. Be a good sport always. Bob Robertson, right. dead at age 91. Okay. Well, I'm sorry uh, to have killed off the former pirate, but we'll, uh, and I don't even know if he's alive, <laughs> but there certainly was a Bob Robertson that was uh, with the Pirates in the early 70s, but we'll, yep. we'll get to him if we have to sometime. Okay. Well, that's great. Thank you for all that. I'm sure that that should probably cover it. If, if David USF can come up with more than that, uh, it'll be pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So we have five uh, to do here. Gene Budig, 81 years old. He was the last American League president. For, he was the president of the American League from 94 through 99. He uh, then uh, and then the, uh, the that job was event for the National League were abolished by Bud Selig at the end of the 99 season, and they, you know, uh, became uh, just uh, one MLB. And then uh, he bought part of the uh, Charleston uh, River uh, Dogs in 2007, which was a, a Yankee uh, farm team. Uh, yep. Let's see. He was the president of, of Illinois State from 1973 through 77, West Virginia University from 77 through 81, Chancellor at Kansas from 80 through 94, and uh, and I didn't get a cause of death on him. Robert Wilson, 46 years old, Florida A&M wide receiver from 93 through 96. He had 218 receptions, 3,027 yards, 23 touchdowns for Florida A&M. Then uh, he went to their Hall of Fame in 2016. Then he was undrafted, but he played with the Seattle uh, uh, Seahawks from 97 through 99, New Orleans in, uh, in 2000 and 2001, 32 uh 32 receptions, 431 yards, and one touchdown, and that was in the playoff game when they beat the Rams. The Saints uh, killed the Rams on 12-30 in 2000, uh, so that was it for him. And then, uh, let's see, uh, okay, and he also catered Florida A&M uh, athletics with his barbecue business that he had, and he had a stroke a couple years ago, and he died from complications of that. Alan Minter, 69 years old, we'll get a comment on, uh, from Robert on this guy. He was the middleweight undisputed champion, and you don't see too many of those, but it was a short-lived uh, career uh, championship, 316-80 until 927-80, and then he lost to Marvin Hagler. 
and he was the uh, British middleweight champion uh, in 75 and 76 and the European middleweight champion in 77 through 80. And he was the bronze uh, lightweight medalist in 72 in Munich in the Olympics. And 72 through 81, his career was, he was 39-9-1, and, and he had 23 knockouts, and he died of cancer. And uh, and then on uh, on the on uh, what was it uh, September 27th 1980 I haven't listened to that fight but I've I've got it in my box and I'll listen to it later uh, because David USF very nicely put it in for us. The audio the- does not do it justice, Chris. Uh, uh, I don't think you'll understand how severe the beating was that Marvin Mar- marvelous Marvin Hagler put on the dude. Yeah. Um, because uh, before the fight, apparently he said, and I quote, "This is Alan Minter." He said, "No black man will ever take my title," and Hagler never. Uh, Hagler, of course, uh, proved him wrong, and of course, Minter uh, tried to apologize several times after that. But uh, uh, Hagler was Hagler was one of those guys you couldn't say those kind of things to because. Uh, if you told him yeah. that he couldn't do something, or oh, you you're not good enough, uh, he'd he'd tear your head off. So. Right, and they thought that he had headbutted him, and that started the cuts or whatever. And, yeah, no, and... he did, he did, he didn't. Now, Mar- hey, for those that can't see, marvelous Marvin Hagler was bald. He had no no hair, so in a lot of fights, because of the way he punched, if if you're on the inside. You know, his head would hit your head and eyes, and it would cause cuts, but it would never be on purpose. It was just how he fought. Right. And uh, by the fan, yeah. the fans took exception to it, and apparently there was a lot of beer bottle throwing and things like that. It was at Wembley Stadium in, yeah, in well, uh, London. Well, so, 90,000 people throwing beer bottles, I'd get the heck out of the ring, too. That's so. right. So, <laughs> that was, so I'm looking forward to hearing that, even the bad audio. And I understand it was a television fight, so Howard's not going to say very much on there, but, uh, you know. No. We'll we'll get what we get. Right. Okay. A couple more here. We got Sonny Allen. He was uh, he was 84 years old. He played at Marshall from 56 through 60. Then he was an assistant coach at Marshall from 60 through 65. Head coach of Old Dominion from 65 through 75. Uh, SMU 75 through 80. Uh, Nevada 80 through 87. And uh, the, the Las Vegas Silver Streaks from the World Basketball League in 88. I don't even remember that league. I, I don't either. Uh, it was a six four and under league. It was kind of oh, okay. a developmental thing. It was one right. less the, all. It's a small world after all. The <laughs> CBA, the CBA uh, Santa Santa Barbara team from eighty nine and ninety, an assistant for the Dallas Mavericks in uh, ninety seven to ninety eight. So he had a hiatus there. An assistant in Detroit, uh, the uh, Detroit Shock of the WNBA ninety eight, and the head of the Sacramento Monarchs of the WNBA from ninety nine through oh three. His head coaching record overall was 613 and 383, and he uh, uh, led Odom, Odom to a Division II championship in 75, and he uh, died of Parkinson's disease. And another Old Dominion coach, it was kind of ironic, David didn't happen to notice this, Mark uh, Newman, 71 years old, uh, he, he uh, played, uh, he was a Southern Illinois baseball coach. And then uh, he was a pitching coach at Southern Illinois for 72 through 80, then head at Old Dominion from 81 through 89. So they were there at the same time. And then his uh, coaching record was 321-167, and he was one league championship. And, uh, and he was then got involved with the Yankees. He was the coordinator of instructions from in 89, the head of scouting uh, in 96, vice president of development 97, and then senior uh, – 
vice president of baseball operations in 2014, and then he retired, and he was uh, in charge of bringing in uh, the whole group that won the uh, championships from 96 through 1000, through 2000, Mariano Rivera and Jorge Posada and the, that whole crowd uh, that, of course, is the great Yankee teams of the 90s and the early 2000s. So uh, yep. he gets a lot of credit for that. And uh, there you go. So that's it for uh, for that. what I have. Yep. That's what I have. Sean, why don't you wrap it up? Well, all right, well, first of all, let's let you know it is 10-7 right now. The Rams are ahead of the Cowboys with about four minutes to go in the second quarter. And, all right, I got the whole thing straight now I, from what I wrote down from what Mike Dorico said yesterday on this Virginia. All right, Virginia, Virginia Tech were scheduled to play next week. Duke, Boston College are playing, but so Virginia and Duke are actually going to play in two weeks because – both teams had a week off, and they moved the Virginia-Virginia Tech game to November when they have a week because of Virginia Tech. Okay, so BC will be going to Duke next but, uh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. But basically, uh, stay that, tuned so get, to your schedules, and we'll get that all figured and out. And they, they, Duke found this out about two hours before their game yesterday. They found, they found okay. this out. But anyway, and speaking of that, speaking of your schedules and all that, don't forget you can call in 712-432-3642. Go to Board 13. That's where you'll hear where everything's on TV, where things on Sirius XM. Also, Board 9 is the Sports Lounge Board, all the breaking news, all that stuff. Uh, 800-693-0595, option 2, to leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Uh, email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. If you want to download the podcast or if you have a friend that you just say, they really got to hear what these guys are saying, what kind of garbage they're spewing. <laughs> you know, I, I want you know, I want them to hear this. They can download it, legendoldies.com. Type in in your podcatcher, have it delivered, Sports Lounge Live, three words. Tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge uh, podcast or go to 773 773- Five seven two three thousand six. That's seven seven three five seven two three double zero six. Option nine for Sports Lounge Live. Option eight, All Things Radio, which I recommend. That was a good one this week. I mean, some good stuff on there with KNX and some other things. Coffee Club Option seven, which is always good, and other fine selections. So anyway, next week we got week two of the NFL, closer to baseball playoffs and nhl and nba, NBA yeah, we'll u.s open on. u.s we'll be talking about the u.s open and in golf that. in golf yeah the golf u.s open yeah. next week so and that should but, be just about over because it's going to get dark it's going to get dark earlier here than it normally would for u.s yeah, open yeah. Uh, because here in the east it's getting dark around seven o'clock or yeah, right so, yeah, it'll be so, done uh, it'll be done by it should be done by uh time we're on and the one, uh, one other thing on the smart speakers when you ask for the sports lounge uh, podcast you have to say sports lounge live podcast so okay, yeah, yeah. thank you thank you you have to use all three words okay so, yeah cool. all right well once again 107 rams right now so we're gonna go watch the football and yep we'll see we'll you next, see you next week, week.